Welcome back to the genre list. We take a deep dive on today's top podcast genres, one at a time. I'm Nidia Serrano, Vice President of Sales Marketing at SXM Media, here to reveal all the best industry insider advice for advertisers. Today, we're digging into the number one podcast genre. This genre has 28.4 million listeners, and it is still growing rapidly, a cool 44% year over year. Think you know which one takes the top spot? I guess the episode title is a pretty good clue. It's comedy. I was going to make a joke about it, but I'll leave that to the professionals. Comedy podcasts are a hit with listeners and hosts alike, allowing comedians to connect with fans like never before in this longer, more in-depth format. Here's what two of my favorite comedians had to say about it. Hi, I'm Tom Segura. And I'm Christina P. And we are the hosts of Your Mom's House podcast, which has been running since 2010. Uh, The show is very silly. It is a comedy podcast. We play clips from the internet. Uh, We discuss absurd topics, things that happen in our lives. And we have conversations a lot of times with comedians. Mm-hmm. It's basically seventh grade humor. We have a lot of memes that run in our show. We're very interactive with our audience. Um, we call them the mommies. Um, it's silly. <laughs> it's all silly and it's all fun and it's an escape from the world. Um, we talk. We do not discuss current events in any shape or form. No politics, just fun. And we are a married couple. We're both comedians. Mm. So that definitely lends to it being a family show in a weird way. We are many people's family in a weird way. Um, So it's kind of special in that regard. I love these two so much. Is it even possible to be sad while listening to a comedy podcast? I don't think so. And neither do our listeners. 97% of comedy listeners say that podcasts entertain them. 89% say they improve their mood. It's such a great opportunity for advertisers because you're meeting listeners in some of their most joyful moments. What better time to make a positive association with your brand? Listen to Conan O'Brien, who, by the way, has racked up the accolades for his show Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend and the Team Coco Podcast Network as he shares his love for podcasts. We started uh, podcasting a little over three years ago, and I immediately loved it because it is such an intimate medium. I think some of my favorite moments have happened on a podcast. People are very unguarded. uh, Things get very real. The comedy is very organic. I think the format is incredible. I I think there's a lot more exploration to be done in podcasting. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think for comedy, it's fantastic. Former SNL cast member Leslie Jones and her co-host Lenny Marcus recently launched The Fuckery on SXM Media, a comedy podcast where they, quote, expose the fuckery of any given topic and have a fun time doing it. We had a chance to sit down with Lenny at Advertising Week. I'm Lenny Marcus. I'm a comedian from New York City. I do a lot of, you know, I got a side gig working with some lady called Leslie Jones. At the risk of repeating myself, Podcasts offer comedians something very specific, 
a more intimate way of relating to their audience and the ability to share a more dynamic and well-rounded version of themselves. It's an incredible form of self-expression. And how's it different from other mediums is there's no immediate feedback. You know, in stand-up, I write a joke, I'll get immediate feedback. There's no even audience. We're just talking and making ourselves laugh, you know, the two of us. So it's really just conversations that we were having on the phone that usually last an hour if we catch up. And we just broadcasted that in some ways, and then we formatted it. And that's really all it is, you know. We, you know, at the end of our show, we have, uh, you know, the show's called The Fuckery. We have The Fuckery of the Week. And, um, and we can express our real feeling that, you know, we try, I'll try and make it funny, and she'll try and make it funny, but we get all the anger out. Let's put it that way on a <laughs> podcast. We really, it's a different art form. It's just a different art form. Yeah. Especially coming from TV, podcasts have fewer limitations, and as a result, create loyal, diehard communities. I think you can make a community out of everything. It's just how big a community. And comedy, people want to laugh, watch their favorites on TV. So Conan had a built-in audience coming in. Now he's like, okay, not only I get to hear Conan be funny, but he can make people laugh. And Leslie has a built-in audience coming in. So it's like, okay, they get, you know, they'll get my audience and her audience. And, and that combination could, you know, spawn more people. Big audience equals big value for brands. That much I don't have to tell you. But remember that humor is also an incredibly powerful brand-building tool. People do want to, you know, it's weird. You think you know comics, but you only know them through their act. And, Mm -hmm. you know, people want to know people. Like, what are they really like? Or what are they really about? And I think they, you know, people want to tune in to see, not only for the funny, they tune in for the funny. People just want funny content. You know, they, lives, lives are hard enough, so... You know, why not spruce up advertising? You know what I mean? Like, why, you know, advertising itself. Um, oh, man, look how I segued into that. <laughs> advertising itself is what sells the funny commercial. What's the one you remember from the Super Bowl? All the funny ones. Oh, that one was funny. Oh, that one was funny. They're always trying to come up with, you know, everybody just wants to laugh and yeah. lighten their day a little bit. The world is so heavy right now. Lenny's right. The ads I remember best are the ones that stick out from the mold and make me laugh. And at the same time, our comedians know they're running a business, too. They'll stick to your talking points and have some fun while they're at it. We do a little vetting of it to make sure, you know, that we, you know, we're, they're not insane. And, uh, and we'll talk. We'll do anybody's. When I think we could do it right, we'll do it better than anybody. I mean, she's, she is really good. At, she could sell ice to Eskimos. She said it. I've said it. She really could. She's amazing at that stuff. And we just laugh. I mean, we... We make ourselves laugh through these things, so mm-hmm. it's fun. Take a chance. <laughs> Take a chance, advertisers on comics. You won't be sorry. Comic, comics and comedy audiences will go buy your product. So who are the listeners that make comedy the number one podcast genre? We spoke with Jocelyn Hudak, director of B2B content and digital marketing at SXM Media, about this audience. So people who listen to comedy podcasts are extremely dedicated. They love comedy. They are a fandom like no other. And I'm about to list off some stats, but 52% of these listeners are considered heavy listeners. And 43% of the 18 plus crowd are listening to this genre. And it's still growing. I mean, the space has seen a whopping 91% growth in the U.S. in weekly downloads year over year. Not only are listeners dedicated to the host, they're dedicated to the products they endorse. 
And if you can get a listener to laugh, they'll have a positive association with your brand. So I know a lot of times advertisers will be really hesitant to advertise on genres like comedy because they may be scared of what the comedian will do with their talking points or that they'll get a little bit too crazy with it. But I think it's important to remember that you just need to have fun. Let someone have fun with your brand. And those tend to be the most memorable commercials and advertisements. And we even have the stats to say that this is true. 90% of the listeners that we surveyed say that their opinions of brands and advertisers are actually positive when they advertise in the comedy genre and tend to be more fun and likable and relatable versus something that's maybe a little bit more strict and seems inauthentic. And actually the same percentage, 90% of them took an action after hearing a podcast ad, which is huge, 90%. So that's most of the people hearing a podcast ad will actually go to the website or look for more information or Google about it or tell a friend. So that's something I just don't think you see anywhere else. At SXM Media, we took a deep dive into who is listening to our comedy podcast so that we could give advertisers a clear view of how to resonate with them. Jocelyn explains. There are actually so many people who listen to comedy that we had to break it down into three different personas. And we have a whole team whose whole job is just looking at our podcast listeners and kind of gleaning insights so that our advertisers can get a better understanding of who's listening so that they can create campaigns and advertisements that resonate. So our three comedy personas are, well, one is what we call the humorist. So these are like your huge, big comedy fans who just can't get enough and they follow their favorite hosts everywhere they are from TV to podcasts. So you think Conan and Conan O'Brien needs a friend, Leslie Jones from the fuckery, Query. So these are just huge fans. They are 61% female, mostly young, 18 to 34. They have a bachelor's degree or higher, so well-educated and really funny, they love to shop organic. So one of those fun insights for our advertisers. Two is the entertainer. So these are people who are really into certain TV shows and the storylines there. And then those kind of extend out into podcasts like The Office Ladies, TV I Say with Ashley Ray and Bitch Sesh. The stats around this audience are 56% female a little bit older than the humorist. They are 25 to 44 and 41% have a household income of over $100,000, so high earners. So again, obviously advertisers here, this is a good group if they want to reach an affluent pop culture lover and they love to travel. Lastly, we have our class clowns. And so these people love podcasts like Your Mom's House, Pod Crushed, um, and The Read. They're pretty much 50-50% male-female. Again, fall into a little bit of that lower, younger uh, age bracket, 18 to 34. But most notable here is that they are our most diverse group. So 34% are multicultural. And in terms of the little fun insight, so class clowns love to spend money on music. And they actually index higher for taking a action after they hear a podcast ad. So... Um, that 90% that I referenced earlier, this group falls even higher than that.
We've talked about how effective comedy podcasts are at building community between listeners and hosts. But this genre is incredible at connecting listeners with advertisers in ways that feel authentic and genuine. So genuine, in fact, that listeners actually beg for them. Amy Fitzgibbons, our vice president of podcast content marketing at Stitcher, shares her story. I mean, look, again, let the fans lead, let the community and the individuals lead and, and show you because the best thing a marketer wants to see is one of their ads go viral, right? Like, and you can't plan that, you know, and the way it goes viral is that you've trusted someone else with your brand and someone who knows their own audience to really make it fun for that audience. And like you were saying, Hollywood Handbook, which is one of our smallest shows, and I was talking about this on our panel yesterday when we have the ad-free version in Stitcher Premium, the fans that listen to that show asked for the ads to be put back in because the hosts had made the ads such an integral part of the overall show experience that we had to put them back in in an ad-free listening environment. And, you know, that's incredible to me. And you, you can't pay for that. You can't quantify that, I know. And that's what we're all trying to do as marketers is to quantify and, and see the results. But you just have to kind of trust that people are listening and you may not get the two million impressions that you're looking for out of a Hollywood handbook. But darn, those folks are buying your product. Listeners asking for hosts to read ads? That's an advertiser's dream. Hear from Luke Lambert about this shift in perspective. It was really popular maybe three years ago to talk about the role of advertisers in the news. I think there's kind of a pivot into how we approach podcasts with the same sort of control. Like, there's no screenshots, right? For the most part, bear with me. There's no screenshots of the podcast the way there would be of, you know, an ad unit showing up to like some very confrontational content that one impression can turn into a million with a single tweet. So we get to avoid that in a way. So you're able to step into more places where you start to see the story leave the podcast. And if we can transact that way, all the better. Because if we can really control across our total buy, the efficiency allows us to continue to invest in like the cool shit, right? The efficiency play will always be there. But effectiveness doesn't live just in a like, transactional model or an audience-driven transaction model. Comedy podcasts build community, a mode of escape. Top talent flock to the medium so they can be themselves, have freedom of expression, and build intimacy with their fans. And also to be funny as hell every episode. That's what's bringing 28.4 million listeners to the genre. As our most popular genre, it's a slam dunk for advertisers who want to reach a wide variety of listeners and a great association for any brand looking to cultivate authentic connections at scale. I'm Nidia Serrano, and this has been the comedy episode of The Genre List. Stay tuned for our next one, diving deep into another top podcast genre and how advertisers can make their mark. Thanks for listening. <laughs>